Okay, so today we are doing a very special emergency episode of Under the Influence. And and I have I have a guest that I haven't really had on the podcast before, but he's very excited to be here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello. I think it's rather funny. I was told I was going to be on this episode about five minutes ago, so... Uh, to that extent, yes, I'm excited. My name is Nick. I'm Jews. Yes, Nick Astor. Nick Astor. Now, this episode is about tradwives. We've been tradwife heavy lately, but that's because there's just so much news coming out. And what I'm hearing from a lot of listeners is that they've been listening to the podcast with their husbands. Now, listen, now this might be self-selecting because listeners of our show may be the type of women who are in a more equal marriage, who are married to men who are, you know, who like their wives. But what I'm hearing is that a lot of a lot of our listeners listen to the trad wife episodes with their husbands and their husbands think it's fake. They think it's like gonzo bananas made up, which my husband also seems seems to believe. You don't you don't think trad wives are real, do you? Uh, I think first of all, as somebody that spends zero time on TikTok or Instagram, um, I find the whole phenomenon to be a bit contrived, and I'm surprised that there are those that are so concerned about it. I don't think it's all made up, but I think it's definitely some of these people are putting it on a bit. I'm having you on today to talk about this one story that went viral last night. It's in the New York Post, which I love. I love the New York Post. You don't love the New York Post, but Grain I love salt. Grain of salt. With the New York Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it because I used to be a New York City reporter for the New York Daily News. The Post was our competition. And I I think I think that they are top-notch wonderful newspapers, which sometimes do post some some clickbait. Uh, so again, we can take this with a grain of salt, but people are going insane over this. The headline in this New York Post story is TikTok ruined my husband of 12 years. Now he wants a trad wife and we're getting divorced. Yes, I read it. You read it? I did. Tell me your tell me your reaction to it and then I'm going to I'm going to read I'm going to read some of this. My assumption is that that couple had underlying issues that were unresolved and somehow this provoked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think this I don't think this marriage was in a good place prior to this probably. So this is what the story says. And mind you, there is no one no human beings are quoted in this story. The whole thing is taken from a Reddit thread that has since been removed. I just want everyone to know that. And by the way, that's a common lazy journalist. This is the laziest, laziest kind of journalism. So, all right, here's the story. TikTok has long been accused of ruining attention spans, but now the app is under fire for destroying marriages too. A distraught wife has taken the Reddit to reveal that the social media app has completely changed her husband's character, causing the end of her 12-year union. Okay, so the anonymous woman, again, this is Reddit, she's anonymous. She's 37 years old. She says that her and her hubby, I hate the, I hate the word hubby. I don't like it either. We're, we're seemingly happy together before he became hooked on TikTok trad wife videos. Here's my question. Do we think that TikTok trad wife videos are like the new porn addiction? I doubt it. Just saying, just saying. Anyway, so allegedly her husband came across trad wife videos earlier this year, but she wants everyone to know that they were not a, quote, traditional couple. She says, 
We both do work. We both do chores and childcare, and he never complained about it. But around March this year, he started acting weird. He complained about how I looked. He complained about the food. He complained about me working long hours. I work the same hours he does. Throughout our marriage, he never had any complaints about the food I cook. I dress in comfortable attire when I'm in my house. He never had a problem with that, ever. So then she goes on to say that he became obsessed with a TikTok star who she doesn't name. She doesn't name this person. But she says, her content, her content looked made up and not realistic to me because it was 100% made for the male audience. I told him this was all an act put up for the world to see. This is not reality. Nobody cleans their house wearing pretty dresses. The dresses will get dirty. However, her husband was undeterred. The wife tried to tell him to stop, said that it was hurting her. Her husband apparently became verbally abusive for the first time in their marriage and then insisted that she become a submissive wife. He then said, you're smirking over there. He then said, he deserved better. He deserved better. What did you think about this, Nick Astor? Oh, God. They've got other issues. Yes, I think they have other issues. My, I have, I have many initial reactions. My first reaction is that this isn't real, that this is some, some Reddit troll, mm. uh, you know, just kind of messing around with trad wives. This has since been removed from Reddit, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that tells you something. Contact the mods of the relevant Reddit board and ask them. As a reporter, they might tell you. What do you mean? How does that work? N by the way, let me just tell everyone that Nick Astor is a total Reddit nerd. So, I mean, you ask Reddit a lot of crazy things that you get answers for. You figured out how to, like, fix our house, fix the siding on our house by going on Reddit, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It definitely has a useful side. Um, what other things have you learned from Reddit? Mostly all improvement stuff. For you. For you. Yeah. 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 But there's also, but th there's also some weird gonzo uh, influence stuff on there. There's whole Reddit threads, by the way of just like snark against specific influencers. I'm not surprised. So you're not, I have not you're not on them. You're not on them. Um, the comments are very supportive. If I will say just, just kind of, they seem a little bit naive, some of them, uh, but, but, but God bless. I mean, most of them are saying, Hey, you're going to do, you, you go girlfriend. You're going to do better next time. Take him to the cleaners. I give it a year before he realizes that he had everything he ever wanted all along. And the comments in this thread are very like, girl of power, you don't need him. You can do better. But then people are, uh, people are, are trying to guess who the TikToker is. The number one TikToker that they think it is, is Esty Williams. And I love this comment. The comment is, is it Esty Williams? Because the way you described it, it sounds like her. She's a grifter. She always zooms the camera on her boobs. Her videos are for the male gaze. Oh, that Esty. She drives me crazy every time. Well, have you seen Esty? You've seen, I've shown you Esty before. I, Hold on. You might have. I, I genuinely. I have shown you. I have shown you Esty. You've seen Esty. And um, hold on. Let me, let me pull up a picture of Esty Williams here. This is, this is Esty Williams. Oh, yeah. That one. Looks Totally phony, really boring, and 
really high maintenance. She's got she's got some nice boobs though. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you, I will tell everyone that Nick Astor like doesn't notice other women. <laughs> if we're walking down the street, I'm like, do you think she had a boob job? He's like, what? He walks I out, what? Much attention. He's like, what? had a boob job. That's true. But... He's like, what's happening? What are boobs? What's going, uh-huh. what's going on here? Um, all right. So the number one is SD Williams because she is really big on TikTok. Other people are guessing Ballerina Farm, who, if her name is that, by the way. Ballerina Farm? Yeah, I read your piece on, on Burr. Thanks for reading. But uh, Thanks for subscribing to Over the Influence. Yeah, I even paid. <laughs> it's weird that you paid. Well, why I thought it would bump the algorithm or something. Thanks. Thanks. You know what else bumps the algorithm? Pre-ordering the Sicilian Inheritance. I'm going to order another copy right now. Okay, you ordered 10. Yeah, right. I hate asking people to pre-order the Sicilian Inheritance, but it's it's this weird... What's the title again? The Sicilian Inheritance. But it's this weird thing. If people pre-order it, the publisher prints more books. And so then we get more books to more people. And I want people to read the book. And I'm, I'm trying to do what the influencers do, which is just like, yeah. sell, sell, sell. Casually. Since it's a plug, I will say... Oh my God, you're so loud. Since it's a plug, I will tell you. It's the best book you've ever written. You're sweet. And you also don't read books. So coming all of yours, you've read all of mine. You're, you're, I'm, I'm your favorite author. You are. You am. I am indeed. Now here's, let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. And then, then we're going to get into what I, I have this. I have an idea. I have a big idea for this. Okay. We'll be right back. And we're back with my very with my very special guest, my husband, my husband Nick Astor, my very sweet husband. So good to be here. Thanks for having me. You're very cute. Oh, so you do need a you do need a haircut though. I have an appointment this weekend. Good, good. Um, okay, so we're talking about this New York Post story where a woman claims that her husband has left her because he has become obsessed, obsessed with a TikTok trad wife, and this woman claims that her husband wants her to be, quote, trattier, that that he wants her to start wearing dresses and more makeup and, like, doing a lot of domestic chores around the house and being, quote, submissive. We talk a lot about whether the trad wife phenomenon is dangerous. In fact, the crazy thing is our next episode is with Catherine Jeezer Morton from The Cut, where we literally ask, are trad wives dangerous or just stupid? And that's coming. I finished editing it this morning. And, and clearly, the, the New York Post wants us to believe this is why trad wives are dangerous. I wish the headline, I used to come up with, I used to come up with tabloid headlines for so long. The headline I would like to see, and maybe, maybe this, this is the headline of this episode, trad wives are coming for your husband. Good headline. I like it. Right? Right? And maybe I could make AI do like a cartoon of trad wives like pulling pulling just a, a like kevin kind of man in like a plaid shirt and like chinos and trad wives are, are sirens pulling him into the ocean holding rolling pin holding ro- holding rolling pins they have a rolling pin involved and and they're and they're like kneading his his chubby middle-aged dude belly like sourdough i like it right yeah 
Yeah. Wow. I think I think I gotta go find this. Will you work on it? I'm out of here. Will you look? Will you go? Will you go AI this I'll for me? The rolling pin. With the rolling pin. The trad wives. I could. We need to figure out. Okay. All right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. I th- I'll break the internet if we do this. Trad wives. Trad wives. Trad wives are. Trad wives are coming for your husband. Now, as a dude, as our resident dude mm. on this podcast right now. Um, I'm looking at your socks, by the way. Those socks have holes. You need new socks. No, they're kind of dirty. They're pretty dirty. Um, as a resident dude, do you see anything at all like sexy or attractive in this idea of submissive lady? I mean, do you wish that I did? Did my hair? I mean, I went, by the way, we should tell people I'm still in pajamas right now. You look nice. Thanks. Here's the deal. I think most of this stuff is theatrics and it's silly. Um, but to the extent that this conversation provokes and inspires couples to talk to each other about their differences and, you know, how they handle the different responsibilities of a household and being married or together or whatever it is, um, that's a good, and sometimes we find ourselves, you know, drawn to quote unquote traditional roles and don't, there are probably things we do that are in some cases more traditional, generally not probably, but whatever. It doesn't really matter as long as you're on the same page with it. You talked about it. I like that idea. I like that the idea of using this gonzo New York Post story, which is based on a Reddit thread, as a way for a couple to listen to this podcast together and say, hey, let's have a more equal marriage. We can talk about the things that we do, but our, our roles. You have gotten very good at waking up before me because I'm such a crappy sleeper and getting the kids out of bed. And you also wake up with the baby at night, which I, true. which very, I, tr- very trad wife. Of, that's so trad wife of you. True. Um, should I wear a wig? Sure. Prance around skirt in a skirt. Children, children. Hello. Hello. Please get out of you. I don't know. I don't know how the children, I mean, our children are very open-minded, but you might freak them out. If you, if you go full, if you go full doubt fire on them, Without telling them, or you'd have to you'd have to ease them into it. Uh, I think the kids might be ready for Mrs. Doubtfire, although it it you know it's heavy on the divorce. But Sally Field and Robin Williams, it's a nice movie. It's 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 a good film. It's a good film. It's a good film. Um, but you do all the dishes and unload the dishwasher, but mostly because you don't like the way that I do it. You're not good at packing dishwasher. I'm not. I'm not, gonna lie. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I make the bed and I put all the laundry away, but you do the laundry. True. It's a, pre- it's a preferential page. Yeah. Actually, I like that. And we've recently, what I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about is that you've recently started taking the kids to their doctor's appointments. Oh, I'm always. Yeah. But you've recently been doing it more, which is nice. Yeah. It's so, a pleasure. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But we work at it. I think that, you know, dividing tasks is hard, whether you're working in a company, whether or not you're managing people or you're managing a household. It's just we're not taught to treat our household like a business, but you're managing a lot. You're managing so many moving parts. It's like project management. Yeah. Yeah, for reals. Now, here's my thought on this Reddit thread. I just finished, I just finished watching the new version of Fatal Attraction which some, I watch TV in the morning. Well, you, you, you also drop, do drop off. You drop both big kids off at school, which I like because you, t- you, take, you take them both on the bike. Um, so while you do drop off in the morning, I play with the baby, but then I also watch TV, which 
I never, ever watch TV, so it brings me a lot of joy. I've been watching the new Fatal Attraction. So I've been thinking a lot about TV series, also because we're in the process right now of selling the Sicilian Inheritance book as a TV series. We've got it. We have it to some, we have it out to some really cool actresses, by the way. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that this Reddit thread could be the start of a really good TV series where, bear with me here, and I don't know, maybe my agents don't listen to my podcasts, but I have agents who should be working on this. They're probably, I mean, Jason, are you listening? I'm, Wasn't that? Amanda. I don't know if I ever saw it with Stepford Wives. Similar, similar, but like, all right, bear with me here. So the plot of this is that you've got like a husband and wife and they're just toiling along and like, and everybody loves Raymond, King of Queens kind of way. And all of a sudden, the husband becomes obsessed with a trad wife on TikTok. But it has to be an AI like the movie She. But we don't know that she's AI in the beginning is the thing. Like at first, right. she, he just disappears. And the wife, it's like a procedural. But like it's every AI that evolves constantly to get more and more. And then it starts taunting the wife and then bam, rolling pin on the head. Honey, you're just getting ahead of ahead of yourself. Like we have to write the pilot. Hold on, there's a trash truck. We have to write the pilot first. So the pilot is that the husband goes missing and the wife is the prime suspect. Cool. And so they all start going through the like the cops and everything start going through his phone and his computer, and they find out that he was obsessed with this trad wife TikTok star, and they still pin this perhaps murder on the wife because they're like, whatever, he was he wanted to leave you for this woman. But the wife is convinced that he has gone in search of the trad wife. And so like she falls deep down a trad wife rabbit hole to try to, but the, and that, then the woman, like just it ultimately, yes, maybe she is AI. I don't know. It could go in so many different directions, but if we could option this Reddit thread, I'm going to call Laura. Laura, here's about optioning. It's not that original. I guess we wouldn't. I guess this could just be an option of this podcast episode, right? This is the IP for it. There you go. Boom, boom. I'm gonna lawyers listening. I don't honestly. I don't think that anyone associated with any of the things that I create listen to anything that I make. I think it's just I don't. I don't. I think the the other day, as I said to to someone that I work with, I'm like, oh, did you? And they're like, you have a podcast. That, yeah, great. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, anyway, but Laura, Laura is my friend and she's an awesome producer. She's the one who is responsible for you know, working on getting Charlotte Walsh Likes to Win. She's the one that works on getting that made. She she originally, you know, helped us land Julia Roberts, but we all know that was a fucking disaster because she's a quitter. Shoot. Fucking quitter. Her producer is going to call me again and be like, stop talking about Julia. Sometimes Julia's producer texts me. And it's like, can you stop? Can you stop? And I'm like, how about all of you stop listening to my podcast? Because the TV show doesn't exist because Julia quit. Whatever. Really expect it. Yeah, she's definitely going to text me in the middle of the night. No, what's really upsetting me about Julia Roberts right now is that there are rumors that there may be a sequel to My Best Friend's Wedding, which is my all-time favorite romantic comedy. I like have the idea for what the script should look like in my head. But because we have a ban on Julia Roberts movies in our house, we'll never be able to watch it. I don't even remember that Julia Roberts was in that. Oh, my God. She plays the food critic who has a best friend who they promised that they would, like, get married if they were unmarried at a ridiculously young age. 
And then he gets engaged to Cameron Diaz, who is like 19 years old. And she's 20. Kimmy is 20 in it. And Julia Roberts goes and tries to thwart the wedding. And it's in Chicago, and they go on an architectural boat tour. Maybe I didn't see this. I remember hearing about it. It's my all-time favorite romantic comedy. What's the book? We should watch it together. We can watch it together. I don't know. I feel like it's time to watch. It's it's the holiday season, so I was hoping we could watch Trading Places tonight. Oh, yeah. That is... There was, speaking of Reddit, there was a great thread that was, what is the best film based in Philadelphia and why is it Trading Places? <laughs> it is Trading Places. There was, there was a great bar named after the characters in Trading Places that closed. Uh, if we, if we ever open our independent bookstore in Philadelphia, we should name it after the characters in Trading Places. Not a bad idea. Right? It's a good, or what? Our, our dream wine bar slash cheese shop slash bookstore slash salon. If everyone still had a guy dressed as a gorilla come bursting out of the back room and runs around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. I feel like Eddie Murphy would come to the opening of that, but probably not Julia Roberts because she, I think maybe she hates me as much as I dislike her. Well, she wasn't in the film either, but. No, I know. I know. I just can't, can't stop bringing it up. Um, all right. Well, we should close out this emergency episode because we, we should both go do do some work. Thank you for coming on. You were lovely. Well, you're welcome. Hopefully that was useful. We strayed from the topic a little bit. but We always stray from the know, topic. In, to summarize, to yeah, su- I do think it's a little bit of, a, of an act. But hey, you know, if it, if it gets people thinking and talking and exploring their roles, if you will. Well, no, but I think, conver- I, thing. I think conversations like this get people talking. But I think trad wife content on its own is actually particularly, I do think it's kind of dangerous. It could and, be, if and, you're not talking yet. Yeah, and so, and so, well, and most people aren't talking. Most people are just like blindly scrolling social media and it's ruining, you know, conversation, it's ruining discourse, it's destroying books and the news industry. I can go on and on about the things that social media ruins. Well, you know. I'm not going to. a bit of a boogeyman, I mean, but yes, it does, it is problematic. It's problematic. It's problematic. Um, okay. Okay. That was a good emergency episode. You did. Love it. I want to do this again. I know you do. I know you do. I know you're really excited. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Read this story in the New York Post. I want to hear what you think. You can DM me. I'm on the Instagram at Joe Piazza author. Um, you can also subscribe to the Over the Influence Substack uh, and comment on there. Go have a great day. You guys deserve it.